Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. Today I am here with Bailey Hughes and Bailey we'll get into a bit about who you are and what you do in a second but I just wanted to first of all say hello and how are you? I'm so good, I'm super excited. Um, I feel like we have a lot to talk about and like just before we came online or whatever you call it, um, we were talking about a lot of shared experiences so yeah I hope I can sort of share my story and I'm feeling really good. Yeah, cool. So you are the founder of Brain Play, and I would love for you to explain or give us a quick brief overview of what Brain Play is and I guess the main purpose. Yeah, sure. So Brain Play is an after-school activity provider. Um, so we specialise in science and technology classes for kids. Um, that looks like after-school classes. It looks like holiday programmes. Um, we also go into schools during the day which is really cool, and we sort of take care of their um, digital technology curriculum. But we do a whole heap of other um, things outside of schools, like events with Girl Guiding New Zealand. Mm. Um, We do something called STEM Saturdays, which is like a girls-only get-involved-in-science. So pretty much anything science and technology we do for the kids. Perfect. I love that so much. And in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit around – your journey in business specifically and what developing a strong support system and learning to ask for help looks like. Um, and so for you personally, when what's the story behind your passion for this and why you started it, when you started it? Like give us the give us the story. Yeah, I've got it's a huge story and <laughs> it, it's a messy one, so I'll sort of keep it nice and brief. Um but I was a kid who went to tutoring just like all through my life wasn't great um, with maths, wasn't great with a lot of things. So I just sort of went through the whole system of tutoring. Mm. Um, And then once I sort of got to the end of that, the place where I was being tutored, they said to me, do you want to work here? Like you literally know the ins and outs of the program. You've been here for (laughs) an extended amount of time. Do you want a job? And I sort of thought, absolutely. So I ended up working um, at Number Works and Words on Lincoln Road. And not anymore because I love brain play, but up until brain play, best job I've ever had. Just like taught me so much. And um, their passion was also teaching through technology. Mm. So everything you do there is on a computer. Mm. Um, And as soon as kids hear the word computer or device, they're like, yes, I'm in. I'm engaged. I want to learn. So I kind of finished my learning there and then I started my uh, career Um, and at the same time I studied education so I sort of knew I was going to teach in some capacity but I wasn't really sure how. Mm. So always enjoyed teaching and kids. Yeah yeah and sort of I knew I yeah I knew I would teach but keep in mind like I obviously that was a bit of a struggle for me having to have all that tutoring so I kind of sat on the idea for a bit and had a dream of having some kind of center like Mm. um, just for learning or like kids getting together and yeah I wasn't sure what Mm. so then I uh, finished uni with a education degree um, and also psychology and then I started working at a startup company and that was a shock Mm. like I being my first proper job or my first proper full-time job I didn't realize like how under-resourced startups are um, like there's no direction, like you just have to go in and sort of make the direction. Um, I remember we didn't even have pens in the office, so I like had to whip across to the warehouse and buy myself a pen. <laughs> so I wow. could, yeah, so I could take some notes. 
Um, so that was yeah, super eye-opening and really challenging. Um, and it didn't actually pan out that well. Mm. But it sort of pushed me into, you know, what do you really want to do? Um, and why do you really want to do something? And how could you sort of do it for yourself? So, yeah, I left there and then... The idea of brain play was sort of just born. Um, I think it was sort of a lifetime of things leading up to breaking point and yeah. then just deciding what are you going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was brain play. Mm, that's so cool. I feel like working in startups <laughs> is always an interesting story from anyone you talk oh, to. Yeah. And it's also, I always find, it has been for people a really good way for them to work out what they actually want and maybe yeah. especially what they don't like and what they yeah. don't want to be doing. <laughs> Absolutely. And I sort of thought if I was working like that many hours and mm. like I was so involved and I was doing it for someone else, I was like, why don't you just do it for yourself? Totally. Yeah. 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 So we, um, my partner, Sean and I, we're sort of like big craft beer fans. Um, so we're actually at the Gabs festival, like mm-hmm. at a beer festival. And he was like, honestly, I'm sick of hearing you complain about work. <laughs> just just do something of your own like yeah. just get an idea and just do it and I was like that's ridiculous like people don't just start businesses and he was like of course they do people wake up every day and they start businesses yeah it only um, takes one person to just say that to you eh, for you to be like ah, oh, okay yeah. <laughs> and then I truly on Monday I went to work and I said I'm resigning um and then they wow. sort of said to me you'll regret it and that kind of like solidified my decision yeah I was sort of like that I don't, this isn't what I want. So yeah. yeah, sort of like kicked me into action. I love that you had the, I guess, strength in that moment to, for that to solidify your decision. Because for yeah. so many people that would then make them second guess it. But I would be the same as you in the sense that I'd be like, all right, if you're going to have that attitude towards it, instantly that confirms that I'm making the right choice. Yeah, 100%. I was like, this, yeah. that isn't the way I would have responded. So yeah done yeah Yeah. oh cool no that's that's really awesome to hear um and something we've spoken about previously is that in the beginning you did struggle to ask for help initially why do you think that was in terms of brain play and did that hinder your business in any way from the start yeah so I think I think there's so many reasons behind this um and I think a big one is sort of just like the Kiwi mentality Mm. you know like we in all situations in life, we don't necessarily ask for help as New Zealanders. We just sort of um, like get on with it. Totally. Yeah. You know? Do it yourself. Yeah, basic, basically. Um, and like a saying that used to resonate with me so much is if you want something done properly, do it yourself. <laughs> but it's like you can't. You like you actually can't do everything yourself. Um, and I was kind of like stuck Yeah, in the wheel of I need help, but I don't want to ask for help because it's going to look like I'm struggling. Um, you know, if I'm struggling, people are going to think I'm not cut out for running a business. Maybe I'm not cut out for running a business. So it's oh, kind of... I've been there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a vicious yeah. cycle that sort of like there has to be a break. And I, it took me so, so long. And like I'm not acting like I'm over it because I'm not. Like even six weeks ago, I sort of found myself slipping back into doing everything and um, mm. like not reaching out when I needed something. So yeah, it's sort of... I guess the Kiwi mentality is a big part of it. Like as New Zealanders, we sort of don't ask for help. We just get on with it. Mm. Um, and I think my self-worth is tied a lot up in the success of brain play. Right. So I'm worried, or I was worried rather, if brain play 
didn't succeed, it sort of looked like I didn't succeed. Mm. Um, yeah, so self-worth being tied up to your business. It's good because it means I can achieve so much and, like, I'm really emotionally driven. But I have to remember, like, I'm not brain play. Like, yeah. there's a Bailey outside of brain play. It's yeah. so <laughs> relatable because even though, I mean, I wouldn't say that the One Up Project is a fully-fledged business or anything, but in, yeah. in the sense of a like passion project I very much relate on those sorts of feelings as well and it can be really hard to separate the two do you think that's something for other people that it's more of a negative than a positive or it can it's just something you need to be aware of in terms of not getting too wrapped up in attaching your self-worth to your business or side hustle or passion project so I think I think it sort of being that way inclined it creates a lot of opportunities mm. like because I'm so driven and like so invested and like I I care really deeply about every decision we make I've been able to form like such amazing relationships and um you know find so much work where people have said oh my gosh like you're the perfect fit we were looking for like you're you know like you are brain play mm. so it's sort of given me a lot of opportunities but I do think for me and for a lot of others a lot of the time it's actually more negative Mm. um yeah because you do exist outside of your business or outside of your failures um which I think is really important to remember and really hard to remember when you're sort of caught up in the moment so yeah I've got a few tips like there's a few things that I do to just sort of remove myself and try and be more objective yeah tell us those tips yes um so but I sort of had a moment which pushed me to have to step back and think you can't actually do everything and like you yeah you need to sort of ask for help and things like that so Mm. I had a big um activity planned and I actually fainted wow right beforehand um so I physically wasn't able to be there Wow. And then I sort of thought, like, I was looking at myself thinking, oh, like, you know, like, you're so stressed and, like, you're not able to get yourself there and, like, you're going to let everyone down. But it's like, I'm I'm not letting anyone down. Like, I, if one of my staff, one of my team members fainted, I would never say to them, get up and go to work. So why would I say that to myself? You know, like, why? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you know, why should I have different rules mm. or different boundaries for myself? Mm. Just because I own brain play doesn't mean that I don't, like, I said, exist outside of it. Yeah. Um, and was that the fainting from the stress around work? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I wasn't like it was like it was. I just like built up and I was so burnt out. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, there was sort of like other things involved. Like I wasn't really taking care of myself very mm, well. Um, mm. So yeah, absolutely. Like indirectly, but I think also directly. I yeah. if I wasn't so burnt out and like keeping all of that in, I wouldn't have fainted. Mm, <laughs> so, mm. yeah. How did you become comfortable then with delegating? If if from from there yeah so I um so doing everything myself like I did make a lot of mistakes not being able to ask people or not getting any advice like when you make your own decisions and there's no feedback how are you supposed to know if you're on the right track Mm. um so there were heaps of mistakes I made and so many things I look back on and I just think what was I doing like I I just needed one person to say to me I don't think that's a good idea Mm. and then I would have been like oh I, I value your perspective. Um, you're right. It's not a good idea. Let's not do it. So I guess when I sort of fainted, I had someone else had to take over for me and she did a beautiful job and it went brilliantly and sort of no one knew otherwise. So like a question, uh, my, my favorite tip or like my best question that I ask myself is does this add value? Mm. So if I'm sitting there and I'm doing like this data entry task, like 
really intense, not that technical, um, like not building relationships, not that important, but needs to be done. I sort of say to myself, does, does this add value? If the answer is no, I just stop doing it and I send it to someone else. So I guess that's good because I've got someone else to send it to. Yeah. It's hard when you're by yourself because who are you going to send it to? Exactly, yeah. Um, but I think you have to recognise when you get to the point of needing someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And then making sure you utilise them. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good one. I think getting comfortable with things like just outsourcing as well. If it's admin tasks and you yeah. don't have staff, say, to something like Fiverr or Upwork or whatever, like getting comfortable with letting go is just like yeah. can be quite a hard thing too. That's what I find it's – it's the con- I never would have considered myself a controlling person at all, <laughs> but when it comes to stuff to do with the podcast, even if I could give it to someone else, I'm like, I just don't, I just don't want to. Yeah. And then, but I don't like that. Like, I want to get comfortable yeah. with being able to do that. Yeah. And another thing that I've learned is, like, I'm exactly the same. I sort of, I want it done, and I want it done my way. But I've learned that it doesn't matter how it's done, as long as the outcome is the same. People can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, if you still get the same product and you're still happy with it, why does it matter how someone else got you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. Uh, and then moving to, I guess, the support system that you had around you, what was – how did you develop a strong support system? Did you always have good family and friends, or is it more than that? Yeah, so I, I definitely have good family and friends. Like, we – yeah, just anything I need is never a problem. Like, I've always got a place to stay if things aren't working out. Yeah. Um, really good. And my parents actually used to own a business as well. Cool. Um, yeah, but we – surprisingly, we, we never talk about it. Like, I never <laughs> go to them for advice or anything, and they don't sort of – um, push their advice against me, which I really appreciate. Yeah. But knowing that they're there is like a sense of security. Mm. Um, and all my flatmates are super supportive. And then my partner, Sean, um, he's not too involved, but like when I need to have a rant or if I yeah. need to sort of, of course. just like vent, he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And then he'll <laughs> we get love all, an mm-hmm person. He gets all logical on it. And I'm like, I didn't actually want a solution. I just wanted to be able to let it out. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, I remember at the very start when I was sort of trying to get things going, I wanted to order some flyers to drop into schools because they'd asked for them and I didn't have them. Mm. Um, and I went online and the cheapest I could find was like $500. And I was like, I just don't have $500. Um, and I was all upset. My dad was like, mm, what's wrong with you? So I sort of told him and then he gave me $500. And I was like, Aww. this is a parent who made you work for everything you wanted. Like I, yeah. there were no handouts at my house. Um and then he, yeah, and I had just cried. I was like, this is, like, you Aww. are going to, brain play was, like, make or break in that moment in yeah. my mind. And I was like, the brain play is made. Like, I've, I now can get my flyers to, yeah. yeah. So I, I know, like, looking back, that was sort of such a small thing. Um, and, you know, they couldn't really help in terms of, like, getting me started or anything. But it just kind of um, made me get creative. And, yeah, they always able to help in terms of like listening or um in that case giving me five hundred dollars which doesn't happen anymore yeah. um and never happened before that either um but I think I've managed to build like my own support system as well like yeah. outside of family and friends um which is hard for someone like me because I we were talking earlier like I'm very happy to just work alone yeah like I would happily just sit there and smash out nine hours on my laptop and not talk to a single person all day long um but I sort of am pushing myself to take opportunities to meet new people, um, like diversify the thoughts that are around me, you know, like not just trying to find people who are in the education sector who are also 26, um, yeah. who are female. Like I want 
other perspectives around me um, yeah. so that I can kind of get like a really holistic overview of what's happening or like issues that I'm going through. I think that's so important. Yeah, it is. And you like working by yourself or for yourself, you don't get a lot of feedback. Mm. Um, so I kind of had to like build a team up to be able to give me feedback and to also give me their recommendations. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our team is so strong. Like we're an awesome team of um, mostly part-timers, uh, mostly people that are studying, um, but we all have really diverse backgrounds and experiences, mm. which is awesome. Perspective is just like, I'll be stuck on something for 20 minutes and I'll message someone and they'll say, oh, we'll just do this. Yeah. And I'm like, you're so right. Why didn't I, why did it take me 20 minutes to see it? Yeah. You're um, only one person <laughs> with one experience with one, you know, view. Absolutely. And I'm like, why did I sit here for so long and sort of like try and slog it out when I could have just, there's someone better for the job. Mm. Um, or even just like bouncing ideas off someone can mm. find a resolution so much sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I sort of, I've been putting myself out there to go to like those business breakfasts and things. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, how, how have you been doing that? So it's good to know that that is something that you've done that's worked for you. Yeah. And I, I've sort of, um, through COVID last year, we were really lucky and like I really sought out opportunities for funding um, and support cool. and like training for business. So through through the funds that I applied for, um, I ended up getting a business coach and a business mentor. Amazing. Yeah, which I never, my perspective has changed now, but in the past I sort of thought like it's so much money and like I don't really need to invest in myself. Like it's more about getting shit done at Brain Play. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. so interesting just because from a lot of the um, business owners I've had on this podcast and I've listened to on other podcasts, yeah. something they always, always, always say is how um, they were just trying to get everything done. But the biggest value to their business has been a coach or a mentor and it's always worth investing in it. It's just something that's always said. Yeah. So I would just trust these people if you're listening yeah. and you have a business and that the thing is, true. like I, at the start, I was the same, like not even that long ago, I was like, oh no, like you can do it by yourself. Like mm. you've made it this far, keep going. But it's just like opened my eyes to how much support is available yeah. um, and like how much more progress I can make when you mm. actually invest in yourself and have those people on your side. Yeah, and just a bit of guidance, like you said, you know, instead of trying to slog it out by yeah. yourself for six months, why not get someone's perspective on what that could look like and get there a whole lot faster and even a different, more effective yeah. way. <laughs> so much more effective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, it's like therapy as well. Yeah. You know, like you sort of delve into things um, that aren't even about your business. It's yeah. like you as a person. Like I had a business coach. She asked me to do an activity and she was like, um, tell me five things you're interested in outside of brain play. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't actually know. And yeah. she was like, what do you mean you don't know? And I was like, I don't know. I just like all my thoughts just revolve around brain play. Wow. And she was like, come on, like, what are your, what do you want out of life outside of brain play? And I was like, oh, my God, she's asking, like, some big questions that should be so easy to answer. But yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just sort of, I don't know. So it's sort of, yeah, put it all in perspective. And no one, you know, like, your friends and family don't really ask you those questions. So yeah. her asking me those questions, I was like, it's a really good moment to reflect and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, that's, that's, that's really valuable. Uh, and going back to what we were talking about before around yeah. attaching self-worth to your business or your side hustle, your passion project, 
it's really common, especially for me and for other people that I know, that we put pressure on ourselves to make whatever it is we're doing the best mm-hmm. it possibly can be and make it into this huge success. And we've got all these dreams and goals and visions. How do you not let that pressure just like crush you and get on top of you? <laughs> I won't lie. Twice a year I get crushed by it. Okay. Like, but twice a year is so different than every day. Yeah. You know, like there was a point where every day I was like, can't do it. Just mm. want to work the nine to five. The dream's mm. over. Yeah. Put it in the trash. Um. So yeah, twice a year, like it's a running joke at our flat. Like, oh, it's the, it's the here comes, time. Here comes the meltdown. <laughs> Everyone's like, steer clear of Bailey. Um, but yeah, so the pressure does get to me. But I think you sort of need to go right back to step one and just take care of yourself. Um, So, like, eat breakfast. Mm. Don't drink three coffees and think that that's going to get you through the day. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it's good to have a little bit of your self-worth in your business. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's good to feel that pressure because, obviously, like, it drives you and it helps you achieve your goals and, like, you get to where you want to be. But I am working really hard on sort of like setting boundaries mm-hmm. um, with other people, but mostly for myself. So I know when I sort of feel myself burning out and like I can, I sense a meltdown coming. Like yeah. I just, you know, like the steps are in place for her to melt down. So yeah. I, like I have to respect my own boundaries. Um, so that will be like not working on the weekend. Like mm. I, I don't do anything um, brain play wise, like Saturday, Sunday. Nice. Um, I will, people will message through and they'll sort of say, oh, this is really urgent. And then usually I would say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump in and I'm going to handle it. But I'll say, hey, I started at seven this morning. It's six in the evening. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to figure out something else because like I can't be my best self Mm. if I'm, you know, like breaking my boundaries. Absolutely. And how's anyone else going to respect them if I don't respect them? Exactly right. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, I, setting boundaries and sticking to them is really important. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying I do it 100% of the time because I don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't have those two meltdowns. Yeah. Um, but I think to keep the pressure, like to keep me working productively and to keep the pressure at like a good level, boundaries. Yeah, yeah. prevention over treatment when it comes to yep. that kind of thing. I think boundaries is so important. And so how has the way you've approached brain play now changed since when you started what have you I guess like a few things you've learned since then (laughs) yeah so many things yeah I can imagine um one of I guess the biggest things that I struggle with is clarity so like any person in business is the same like you've got so many great ideas and like you want to do this that and the other and um you're trying to do them all at the same time but your time is so valuable. If you're spreading it so thinly across six different projects, mm. you, you're you not going to get the results out of those projects that you want. Um, so I've really learned to be super clear about what I'm trying to achieve. Um, so if I feel myself like, oh, this why isn't this working out the way that I've planned? Like this event is not going, like the, um, the uptake isn't as good as I was expecting. I sort of sit down and say, what are you aiming for? What is getting in the way of that? Um, and I'm lucky because I have a team, so I can just say to my team, could mm. you take this while I focus on this? Um, yeah, so clarity is really big for me. So I always know what I'm focusing on, mm. um, and I try to sort of assess are other things getting in the way that 
shouldn't be getting in the way at this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I made it sound easy. It's not. It's so hard. Like it's. Yeah. But you've got the experience to kind of sum it up into <laughs> yeah. something like that, That's which right. I think is important. Other people will be not knowing where to start or how to yeah. approach it, but that's like a really good you know, yeah. place to start. And things always feel important. Like everything yeah. feels important, but it's like if you prioritise everything, you're not prioritising anything. Mm. Um, yeah, so mm. what are you trying to achieve? What is standing in your way? Usually it's yourself. Um, but yeah, just sort of having clarity. And mm. then the other thing that I'm sort of working on is not being afraid to fail. Um, like that sort of ties back to self-worth and mm. asking for help. But even if I was to fail, it's not me. It's a business. Mm. Like businesses fail all the time. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, it's not the end of me. Mm. Like I will just move on to the next thing, you know. It's, it's very uncomfortable to say, but, you know, like it. Yeah. Like you actually will. You'll, you you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, like you exist outside of your business. Um, yeah. So just sort of taking risks and not being afraid to get negative feedback um, mm. or to say, hey, that didn't go so well. Let's try this for next time. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to sort of take more risks and put myself out there. Mm. So that's totally different. I was very calculated at the start, like seven months of planning went into even before we opened our doors. Um, and time's not on your side when you run a business. So. Yeah. Something pops up and you can't say, sorry, can I just have seven months to um, yeah. make a plan? You know, yeah. <laughs> like that would be my ideal <laughs> so world, true. but it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, and there's one more, I think I sort of talked about it already, but just those expectations. Mm. So making my expectations of others really clear, um, like working relationships, not just with my team, but with people like stakeholders and people outside, just making those really clear, like this is what mm. I will do and this is what I want. Um, and with myself. So just saying you know like you're pushing that boundary or um yeah this is the expectation you've set for yourself and you're falling short of it mm. um not in the sense of I'm not getting stuff done but in the sense of I'm just pushing myself too hard yeah yeah and when it comes to um like we were talking about managing different projects and prioritizing how do you prioritize what is most important for you to be working on is there a process you go through or does it just you sort of like know do you mean like you in general or me? Yeah, 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 in general. In general. Yeah, so I think you need to keep your end goal in mind, mm. um, which is hard because like if you've just started, you don't necessarily know your end goal. Mm. Um, I've read like a few books or I, I don't read them, I listen to them. Um, and that kind of has given me direction on how to decide mm. Yeah, what's important and what to prioritise. So mine personally at the moment is... Um, after school classes at Brainplay. Mm -hmm. So like it's a great product that we already have, but the uptake is not as good as it could be. Mm -hmm. um, so I sort of have like verbally expressed that to everyone saying, hey, this is my priority. Like I've got it written in places that like you're focusing on after school classes. Um, and then every decision that comes in, I just think, does it align with what I'm trying to achieve in the after school classes? Right. If the answer is no, Give it to someone else. If the answer is yes, then do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you don't have to be right about it. Just pick what you think is your, what you're trying to achieve and then just move all the noise out of the way and focus on that. Mm. Um, and if you're wrong, then just swap. <laughs> you know, like if it doesn't work out, just swap to the next one. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. But it's sort of how do you know unless you give yourself space to give it a full go? Mm. Yeah. If you're having all this noise around it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. For you... Like we touched on, there'll be things that can help you, like resources or books. What are those things? What is personal development to you now in your business? Has it changed since 
owning a business compared to, you know, when it's just you maybe working a normal job or whatever. Yeah. So there was no personal development prior yeah. to brain play. I was just... I suppose you were quite young then. Though, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm not that old. So yeah. it was just sort of like existing, um, yeah. like living my life the best I could. Um, but yeah, now, like particularly during lockdowns, like mm. I... Obviously, it was a super tough time. And at the start, I was like, this is it. Like, it's all over. Um, goodbye, brain play. Like, goodbye, Bailey. But now <laughs> I think I sort of use that time to think about what are all the things you've been wanting to do for yourself, not necessarily mm-hmm. for brain play. You have time. Why don't you do them? Um, so, like, I taught myself to program. So, like, I can code um, websites wow. and things like that now, which I sort of could do anyway because we teach it at brain play. But I was very scratchy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just got on um, Udemy. I don't know if you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got on Udemy. Um, it's like a um, hub for courses and yeah. different things like that, if you don't know. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah, it's there's anything you want to learn is on there. Mm. Like anything online, like business stuff, finance stuff, personal development, it's yeah. all there. Um, yeah, so I just got on there and was like, I'm going to do a course. So I just did the course. And pretty much for the whole week, that's what I did. And I was like, this is so wow. cool. Like, I'm not learning under pressure. I'm yeah. not learning because I need to have an outcome. Like, I'm just learning. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I listened to a few books. So two really good ones. Um, if you are sort of, I don't know, if someone's like running a side hustle or if you're kind of like thinking about starting a business or like you're in the beginning stages but you're like I don't really know what I'm doing um and lacking that clarity there's a book I can't pronounce the man's last name but neither can he (laughs) he always says it so he won't be offended um his name's Mike M if you just sort of like look up Mike M and it's called um fix this next okay so it just like gives you a really clear point of um where do you want your business to be or where do you want your side hustle to be what do you want to achieve where Mm. are you now here's the steps you need to take to fix it. Mm. So it's sort of like a, I don't know how scientific it is, but it is like a proven method for yeah. Um, yeah, getting stuff done. Okay, cool. Yeah, so audiobooks um, and then kind of just like learning stuff without being under pressure to learn stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I subscribe to like a few emails that come through and it just talks about like money um, and like lifestyle and how to achieve personal goals and things like that as well. Mm, mm. Yeah, I feel education is so much more valuable when you don't have the pressure to be doing yep. it of an exam or something or yep. when you're just d- doing it because you want to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. The other mm. night I actually found myself um, just looking up, like we work with a few students who are um, neurodiverse, so like a whole range of different needs. And I'd had all their reports, so like I was all clued up and I knew what to do. And then just out of interest, I sort of like found myself looking into the system and like how it all works and like I wasn't under any pressure to do that Mm. um but I was like oh that's cool like I just sat here and did something of interest like I wasn't trying to achieve something at brain play Mm. um I just was interested in it and then I was like whoa I didn't like just sit here and play on my phone or like watch Netflix yeah like I just did something for information purpose yeah yeah oh that's really cool well, thank you so much, Bailey, for your time. I um, wanted to end off with a cliche, but I think super important question, which is what is your advice to anyone else wanting to embark on their own business journey? How would you sum up like the main things you've learned to want to share with people? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that I've learned and something that I truly believe in, um, it's going to sound cliche as well, so <laughs> um, is you are your biggest barrier. Mm. Like any challenges you're facing, you're the problem, you're in the way. Um, 
And it's not necessarily your fault, but you need to figure out what you can do to change that. And I know it's sort of easy to say that, like, because I'm a business, so people probably think, like, finance is there and she's got mentors and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but that's not the case. Like, I had to get out of my own way to take the steps to raise that money, mm. um, to find those mentors. So, yeah, you're your biggest barrier and you need to get out of your own way. Mm. Oh, that's so important. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time again. means heaps. I've learnt so much on my own <laughs> project. So I really appreciate it. Thank you, Bailey. No, you're so welcome. Such a joy to be here. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project. And I'll catch you on the next one.